Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish this week's plot so far is by Jeremy Shelton. Fuck yeah! Miserable piss man. Rave <laughs> <laughs> dicks. That is the best start to a plot yeah, so far. Miserable piss man, rave dicks. Yeah, good. <laughs> Has driven the posh turd kids mm-hmm. to a motorway pontins. <laughs> but it's not any pontins, this one is fancy. Yeah. The children are given individual rooms because children crave nocturnal isolation and to sleep <laughs> alone in a strange place because, you know, it's not as if some kids are afraid of that sort of thing and also because it's more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel gets down to lying on a bed and nothing more with Jenny. Mm-hmm. So she's basically his girlfriend now in kid standards. Suppose so. Basically true, yeah. Tommy, Danzy and Brent do robbing of the presumably only vending machine and decide to give the proceeds to charity to cleanse their immortal souls. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the twins, Kara and Sarah, turn the lift into nothing more than a metal cupboard with bin magic. <laughs> and the fat one goes looking for more food. Yeah. Finn. He's not called Finn, he's called uh, <laughs> Albert Arthur, or Arthur, Brett or Arthur, something. Arthur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you idiot. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know what his name is. His name's Albert or Gret or Steve or something. <laughs> Right, so you may remember we're in the hotel corridors. And we pick up the story with Carlos, who's out of his room and has just been found by Ms Stone. Where do you think you're going? demanded Ms Stone of Carlos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who was dressed in blue. Oh, sorry, who was, ble- who was dressed in blue and white striped pyjamas. Oh, right, and his royal cape. <laughs> Which was purple with gold braiding. Yeah, gold braiding. And didn't match particularly well with the pyjamas. No, no. So he is actually royal, right? Yeah. And he's took his his royal cape with him, mm. right, to, on this school trip. And when he's he's got in his pyjamas and he's gone, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just quickly put my cape on mm. and go and rob the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. what's happening, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put my crown on. Yeah. Put my crown on, get my scepter. Yeah, get a and, uh, horse. <laughs> right. right down, down the, the car. Right down the steps. Rob it. Rob it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's unusual that a royal person wouldn't have, like, proper, like, fucking, like, bodyguards and shit with them. Mm. Or at least a butler or something. <laughs> yeah, it's unusual that. The royal person would never bother with him. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Why isn't his butler carrying his cape? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so where do you think you're going? Um, oh, yeah, it's addressed in. Oh, I've done all that. Uh, so he's wearing a cape. Okay. I am going down to the hotel's lower levels where I shall ask a maid to fetch me some milk. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, this is a, this is a surrealist twist. 
You will do no such thing. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go. You go, Prince Carlos. Go <laughs> get your milk. No, uh, you're going straight to back to your room without any milk. <laughs> <laughs> So you may remember that Nigel was trying it on with Jenny in her bedroom. Remember that? Yes, Nigel's the habitual liar, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the (laughs) ladies' man, and Jenny is the lovely hair girl. She's got lovely hair, and and, and, and that's enough. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So let's find out what's happening with them. In room 515, Jenny and Nigel were talking about the holiday ahead. When Derek burst in, Caught you red-handed, he said. What do you want about? Jenny asked Derek. What do you want? Jenny didn't trust Derek. He was always looking at her, strangely, as if he intended to suddenly jump at her and bite her head off at the shoulders. Step outside, Nigel. You'll not bother Jenny anymore, said Derek as Marcus arrived. It looked like duckass, basically. Said duckass, Marcus arrived. Mm. Said Derek as Marcus arrived. Step outside. Derek said to Nigel. Gladly. Think about what you're doing, said an overly exasperated Marcus to Derek. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) No is underlined, you see. Right, said Nigel. Come on, then. The two lads left the room, slamming the door behind. (gasps) I'm not a trophy. I'm not a prize to be won by whoever wins some bloody fight. I do have a mind of my own. I think I know where this is going. I'm a person, yeah. screamed Jenny at the door. I know, <laughs> said, said <the> Marcus. Door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm a door, said the door. <laughs> Why are you talking to me? I'm a fucking door. <laughs> I can't reply. Oh, no, what am I doing? I'm a talking door. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Flug. Could you stop standing in front of my door and pretending to be a door? You're not a door. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just take this door suit off and shall I? <laughs> Yes, it's not very convincing. Just a t-shirt with the word door written on it. I'll put a balance this plank on my head. <laughs> and look, here's a knob. Would you like to turn it? If you turn it, I'll open <laughs> Well, that's all well and good, but let's find out what's happening now with Carlos. Another milk, please. <laughs> Is he in the fucking casino? Um, I think milk? so, because then it says, Certainly, sir. Said the barmaid. Certainly, <laughs> certainly, sir. Said the barmaid, taking his glass and re- refilling it with milk from the fridge. She's a wench from her and boobs. Would you, and from my, you, my you, big jugs, I'll <laughs> squeeze them out for you, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for your titty milk, Mrs. Uh, wench. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> sir, 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 you'd like to suck it straight from the source. I would like that very much, thank you. I'm only 12, I'm only six, I'm only six years old, but I it's like it. It's just normal for yeah. me. When I'm at home, I'm always uh, sucking the servant's boob. <laughs> Certainly, sir. Um, <laughs> and would, sir, care for more digestives? Digestives? Digestives. No, no, no thank you. Casted crumbs. <laughs> Don't want to end up fat, said Carlos. Wow. Who was sat at the casino was bar. six, I thought you were going to say then. He was six and really didn't need to be worrying about that. Although <laughs> yeah. he's, he's he's seen um, Albert or Gret Binchley, yeah, so he um, knows. He's seen Gret Binchley with his two suitcases of cake and he's like, yeah. I don't know at what point between one biscuit and... <laughs> 
two, two suitcases full of biscuits. I, I don't know where the line is, but I know Arthur's fat and I don't want to become it's one him. suitcase, isn't it? <laughs> Stop before you get to a suitcase yeah. and you're all right. If you find yourself unlocking that second suitcase, you know you've gone too far. In the same day. Mm. You're like, okay. If you, find, if you find yourself finishing the second suitcase <laughs> and raiding a snack machine, yeah. then you know you've gone too far. If you're robbing Kendall Mint Cake. <laughs> You need to step back and take a good long look at yourself, don't you? Because you've got your two empty suitcases and you're like, fuck, I can't get through the night without more Kendall Mint cake. You probably should have taken a long odd look at yourself some time ago. Mm. In the other bar, a disco was taking place. Mm. So he had left there to come to this very slightly quieter one. He was watching people playing on the various games and was thoroughly enjoying himself even though he wasn't taking part. Yeah, well, he's not allowed. No. He didn't even be in the bar. No. <laughs> Drinking milk. The bar... <laughs> I mean... I mean, he's in a casino, though. You're not allowed in a casino. Yeah, he's in a casino bar... Drinking milk and the barmaid's all like, "Oh yes, sir, it's fine, no problem." Yeah, and the barmaid's got her boobs out. She's <laughs> squeezing milk into his mouth. What kind of establishment this is, is this? This is a weird place. Yeah. The least of their problems is an underage kid in the yeah. casino. <laughs> I mean, it's like way worse than that. Yeah. Right. So he was okay. The barmaid returned his glass. Carlos, sorry, Carlos, fetched out some money from his gold thread purse and paid her. Oh. Giving her a generous tip. Mm. Why, thank you, sir. <laughs> I mean, you've written her as a wench. Thank you, sir. Why, thank you, sir. Now, after I have finished this, I think I shall try my hand at this casino in luck. <laughs> fucking won't, kid. Can you suggest the best <laughs> things to play on? <laughs> well, said the barmaid, the best thing is to play on the bandits. Is it? Yeah, okay, kid. Yeah, absolutely, kid. <laughs> when you finish drinking milk at the bar, Fucking go Pac-Man. and play... <laughs> Pac-Man is for you, <laughs> yeah, okay? Yeah. No, no, the slot machine. Go and play the slots. That way you lose your money slower. <laughs> you have a wise child. Oh, no, sorry. That, no, she's... Oh, I'm not a wise child. No, it's not the child. This is the barmaid. Okay. And also, she didn't say that. It says, the best thing is to play the bandits. That way, you lose your money slower, she thought to herself. Oh, she thought to herself, no, I mean, I'm a wise child. Oh, you're I a wise know. child, I think yeah, he is, Because right. I know that, um, that you, you always lose, but you just lose slower. Yeah. When did you forget that? <laughs> well, I didn't. It's just that, like, um, I was, um, but now I'm an adult, I get to play slots with £100 a spin. <laughs> so you don't lose slower it's anymore. It's not true anymore. You lose yeah. quicker. <laughs> ah, thank you. Carlos finished his milk, jumped down from the high stool he had sat on, <laughs> there were so many extra clauses that you got to the high stool he had sat on after he'd walked into the bar yeah. and ordered some milk and which he'd been sitting on when mm. he drank the milk and but now he wasn't sitting on because he jumped down from it yeah and devils in the detail wandered over to the slot machines they all looked very exciting but one in particular caught his eye it was gigantic stupendous £10 a go, but a jackpot prize of £10,000 in a motorway service station <laughs> hotel, which was had a, like a space portal to Las Vegas in it. <laughs> Meanwhile, just a few yards away, Rafe was refusing to leave the roulette wheel. No way. I tell you, I'm onto a winner. I'm bound to get it this time. Law of averages and all. Mm-hmm. Okay, but this has to be your last game. I won't need another game after this, because I'll be rich. 
the roulette wheel started to spin. Well, what's he put on? He's going to be rich. How much money has he put on? The ball whizzed around the sides, being knocked about by the spinning wheel. (laughs) Red five, red five, red five. By the way, asked Tom, what are you betting? I thought you were out of money. Can't they see it on a roulette table? Can't they see what he's bet? (laughs) I've kept my bet secret. Instead of putting it on the table, I kept it in my pocket so no one would know (laughs) how much I bet. Yeah, we're fine. (laughs) Sorry, sir, that's not how a roulette works. Oh, flaming it. I should know. I'm a roulette banker. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Trevor, welcome to your first day (laughs) as a roulette banker. I'm quite looking forward to being a roulette banker. (laughs) You can't be a roulette banker. No such thing, Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and why did you invite me here to be one? Don't know, Can I be a croupier while I'm here? Um, no, you've been employed as a roulette banker. banker. <laughs> so you're going to have to not exist and be fictitious. Okay, so, <laughs> um, so I thought you were out of money. I am. So what are you betting? The bus. Yeah. Oh, said, <laughs> said Tom. And, and then the realisation of what Rafe had said hit him. What? But think about what? it, guy. Think about it. If, I, if it comes up, I'm going to get 35 buses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to glue them together to make a, to make a master bus. I'll travel through time and space in it. <laughs> more buses means more motorways. I think about it. When I glue all those buses together, we'll already be in Portsmouth because the bus will be so long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we won't, but the bus yeah, will. Yeah, the bus. We'll have to walk to the length of the bus. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to walk to Portsmouth. <laughs> to through, the, through the bus. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid plan. But at least we'll already be there. <laughs> I think you might be, need more than 35 buses to reach Portsmouth. Because, yeah, that's not how roulette works, right? I know in movies you can. Like, like in movies they can just, like, throw their car keys on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Although that's usually in a poker game or something. <laughs> yeah. It's not on a roulette table. It's not no. someone going, I'd like to bet my Porsche. Well, that's not how roulette works. Cause... Not in a service yeah. station. <laughs> <laughs> not in any roulette. Maybe in a private roulette game or yeah, something. But not, in a, not, not in a casino. Not you can't just start yeah. throwing buttons <laughs> No, or not the one next to the Esso station, like, I mean, below the McDonald's. Not, yeah. I mean, no. yeah, because that doesn't exist. Yeah. But even if it did exist, any yeah. any public roulette wheel, you can't just bet your car. No, and especially not a bus that you don't own. Yeah. All right, so Rafe has bet his bus <laughs> so to win thirty-five <laughs> more buses. buses. <laughs> All right, so the coach exclaimed, "Ken, who was also totally amazed, mm-hmm. call off the bet." Too late said Rafe, as the wheels spun down. The ball continued to roll <laughs> for a few seconds. It goes up in the sky and it comes back down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go on, go on. Before stopping oh, yeah, go on. What on, 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 on. Black oh, fucking 29. Oh, no! Why did I bet the bus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now oh. we've got to live in this motorway service station. Oh, and we can't because I've bet all the money. Oh, and we can't. We've got to walk home, blokes. Come on, everyone, walk home. Is there anything else I can put on? The three of them Lord, were... Law of averages. The three of them were totally quiet. Rafe sunk his head in his hands. Ken stared at the roulette wheel, hoping there had been some mistake. And Tom... Yeah, well. And Tom lay on a space on the floor... <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. ...where he had chosen to faint... Oh right, okay. Yeah. That, is all, that is a weird, <laughs> a weird way. It's just not, again oh, that weird back to front way of doing things. Sometimes you go and Tom fainted. Tom, yeah, Tom, <laughs> yeah. And but, Tom, uh, Tom lay on a space on the floor, floor where, where he had chosen to faint. To faint.
So now we're going back to Derek and Nigel. Right. You may remember Derek as yeah. being the glasses-wearing, spotty, mm-hmm. not-enough-feet idiot who writes poetry. He's the bumhole poet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he writes poetry about specifically about Jenny's <laughs> but he loves a bit of poetry. Yeah. Whereas Nigel, right, he's a liar, but yeah. he's a bit cool. He's got muscles. Yeah, he's got right? muscles, and he's got. They both got a thing for Jenny. They're both after Jenny. They want Jenny, and now. They're fighting over her. Ugh, screeched Derek as another punch uh, was landed on his spotty face, bursting a zit and causing a spray of pus to spatter on his eye. Derek swung his arms blindly and received a thump in the stomach. Right, he screamed, now thoroughly flushed and angry. Now, he lashed out a leg kicking very high, something he had learned from the dance lessons he took that he told no one about. He caught Nigel under the chin. Yikes. The kick guy. Yeah. So he caught Nigel under the chin. Uh, then, they, then the two grappled and fell to the car park floor. Oh, that's the first mention of where they are. They were outside the hotel, fighting around the cars and buses. Suddenly, they both found themselves... Oh, 35 buses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got to have them ready. Got them ready. <laughs> well, when you put the bet on, they're like, quick, go yeah. buy 35 buses. Uh, oh, no, he's lost. Go give them 35 buses. Back. <laughs> give them to charity. Go put them in the charity tin reception. <laughs> oh, no, it's full of crisps. <laughs> yes, now we can't fit 35 buses in that charity tin because of the crisps. Yeah. What ever happened to those guys, anyway? Which ones? The one. Oh, the one. Well, they didn't they go off to look to find Polly to find she knows Polly. about Jesus <laughs> and never will know what to do with stolen crisps. <laughs> yeah, that was their plan. Yeah. Let's go and ask the religious girl what we should do with our stolen crisps. Worms. So suddenly they both found themselves being lifted off the ground by a chap with a moustache oh. and a navy blue outfit, which just had to make him. A policeman. Oh. <laughs> um, the two boys... <laughs> yeah, that's, that is what he's going to sound like. The two boys looked at each other, then at the policeman, and then at each other again. Derek winked at Nigel, and Nigel winked back. Oh, nice. And then they did bumming. <laughs> Yay! The policeman joined in. <laughs> With his And... With a sudden movement, using his free arm, Derek pulled the PC's large helmet over his eyes. Yeah, his and large Nigel, helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah his massive it, yeah. helmet. It's like really huge. Totally um, penis, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derek pulled it yeah, over his eyes, and Nigel kicked in, the poor fellow in the ghoulies. on the shin, oh. which, as most people know, is very painful. So basically, there's a you know a, a proper on the beat Bobby, like yeah. just hanging, hanging around, around the, motorway. the car park of this motorway <laughs> service station. Yeah, absolutely. Just patrolling, just looking for any children just, who might be having a fight. You've just been walking up and down the midway all day. <laughs> it's a really boring job. I never have anything to do. But finally, I have found something because of you two children having a fight. Troublemakers. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, they have attacked me. <laughs> he dropped them and attempted to pull his helmet back up, mm. and they shot off towards the entrance. They're just friends, they are now. Yeah, their dislike for each other seemingly forgotten. 
Yeah, because if they, if they hadn't forgotten it, when they ran towards the door, they would have been punching each other because yeah. they'd gone, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. But now now they've got that, that camaraderie that yeah. comes with assaulting a police <laughs> officer. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, they have. They, they, better, they better get on with each other because they know they're going to spend the next five to ten years together. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be bumming each other in prison for the yeah. next five years, yeah. None okay. Of, none of Jenny's sweet smelling <laughs> asshole for them. <laughs> I've written a poem about your bum, <laughs> Nigel. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Tell me it. <laughs> <laughs> I love your nice-smelling bum. It's not like candy floss. <laughs> when I close my eyes, you're just like Jenny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Share a cell in prison room. Derek's <laughs> writing poetry about Nigel's bumhole <laughs> and how it's not for ten years. Okay, so last week you may remember that there was an assault on a vending machine. Oh, the Operation Vending Machine, yeah, yes. which was Tommy, Danzy and Brent, right? Three fully rounded characters. And they succeeded. They, they got did. the crisps and cake out of the vending machine, but then they um, went, oh, yeah. hang on, we can't keep this. Yes, that would be stealing. That would be stealing. But rather than, I don't know, put it back, yeah. they decided that they'd better donate it to charity. Yes, they're going to donate it to charity. And who better to speak to about donating a cake to charity? <laughs> Than someone who knows all about God and therefore donating cake to charity, it's Polly. So they've gone to see Polly yeah. to see if she thinks it's a good idea to donate cake to charity <laughs> or not. Let, let's see what she says. You don't give food to charity. <laughs> she knows. Laughed Polly. You give money. I mean, you do give food to charity, like food banks and so on. I mean, it just has to be the right charity. You don't, yeah, yeah. you don't, like you say, you don't put crisps in a collecting tin. But we're like, a, well, we don't know any food bankers, but we don't know a roulette banker. <laughs> we give him the food. You know, we give him yeah. chips. He said he wants chips. The, yeah. food, the roulette banker. <laughs> you do when giving food to charity. What do you want to go and do that for? Yeah, that's what she says. Yeah, um, but we don't have that. We. Money, oh, money. Know. But we don't have that. But we do have food. Then eat it. Why don't you eat the food you've got? <laughs> um, uh, suggested Polly. That's what you usually do with food. <laughs> <laughs> She's a smart one. Very glad they went to her. Oh. She's right, you know. You do eat food. She's, oh, she's got a point. But we want to do the right thing, persisted Tommy. Not realising that he had already robbed a, a snack machine. And what was the point in robbing the snack machine if they didn't plan to eat any of the food? This is the weirdest it thing. Not, it was an exciting thing to do, wasn't but, it? But it's weird that you would... Even if you find that exciting, that's fine. That's understandable. But then to suddenly become moral people who've just robbed a snack machine and therefore don't know how to deal with their stolen goods. That's weird. That's a no, really no, weird often situation. people do things and then they go like, oh, actually, that was wrong, wasn't it? But they could put it back. If they realise, they haven't going to go through that rigmarole again. They haven't realised they're going through a lot more rigmarole. They want more fun. They they haven't realised that they've done anything wrong. All they think that's wrong is keeping it. Mm. They have no point if they gone. Oh, hang on, and robbing it was wrong. (laughs) They're fine with that. They they think keeping stuff is bad. (laughs) Wrong with robbing. (laughs) Stealing, robbing, mugging—that's all fine. But keeping, no, that's bad. They never keep. If when they get when these guys go shopping, Mm. they get home and start feeling guilty. They're like. 
like, oh no, I don't think I should keep this this like CD I've bought. Exactly, exactly. It's like it's like it's like the scene in the car park. If they'd have kept the policeman, that would have been wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, kicking but him, punching him, and yeah, kicking yeah. him, assaulting yeah. him's fine. But yeah, okay. keeping him, that's wrong. <laughs> okay. So this is a world they need which... to go get that policeman and <laughs> shove him in the collection to yeah, yeah. force him in there. <laughs> this is a world where keeping stuff is wrong, but everything else is okay, yes. right? And that is why Rafe Dix is wrong to get rid of that bus. Yes. Because <laughs> right? he's like, I can't keep the bus. That's wrong. That'd be morally wrong for me to keep a bus. Mm. And to keep 36 buses, that'd be really bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I better lose it. it. Makes a lot of sense now. All right, so... We, we, but we want to do the right thing, persisted Tommy. Well... Polly said, deep in thought. You could sell all the food, then give the profits to charity. Why don't you sell the food and give your profits to charity? Yes, sell the food, yeah. I'm not sure how long this leg of lamb's going to last without a good freezer. Great, exclaimed Daniel. We could open up a shop. (laughs) Yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, let's open a shop. Yeah, yeah. But we can't do it now. Because, like, it's the middle of the night and we're in a hotel. So we can't just open the shop. <laughs> no, we can't do it for, like, about ten years yeah. till we're adults and can open shops. <laughs> It'll have to be tomorrow. That's what he actually says. Oh, right. We can't do it now. It'll have to be tomorrow. We can't do it. That would be, it would be crazy <laughs> right now to try and open the shop. <laughs> in the middle of the night in a hotel. That would be insane. But tomorrow, <laughs> that'll be fine. Yeah. We'll just open a shop. <laughs> I'm just magic shop man. <laughs> and Polly can help if she wants to. Yeah. Oh, yes, please. I've always wanted to be a salesperson. <laughs> really? Well, second choice after a vicaress. <laughs> vicaress. She wants to be a vicaress, <laughs> right? Which is not a thing. <laughs> vicaress is not a thing. And I mean... So she best stick with salesperson then. Cause... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the second choice after a vicaress. When I found out that wasn't a thing, I, I thought... Be a oh. space monkey. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's a bit of a step down though, isn't it? Trump then. <laughs> I always wanted to be a Trump well, second choice after being a spaceman. <laughs> I guess I think we were still reasonably young when um the Church of England started allowing women to be vicars. So it probably was it probably was possible, it's just that you didn't know that vicaress wasn't a word. Alright. Great. We'll do it tomorrow then. Open a shop. (laughs) Till tomorrow, said Tommy. Till tomorrow, the others rang in chorus. What about what till tomorrow? Yeah, just they're going to open a shop. And what are they going to do till then? Then not open a shop. Eat all those crisps and cake (laughs) that they (laughs) nicked. They're going to go right. Let's open that shop. Wait, what happened to all the crisps? Okay, so now we're going to return to the casino where Ooh. Carlos is yeah, yeah. playing a fruit machine for £10 a spin. £10 a spin? Well, yeah. that's probably got a big jackpot then, hasn't it? <laughs> well, let's find mm, out, shall we? Yeah. Carlos stood on tiptoes to reach the large handle. He pulled it down hard and watched the four, and watched the four wheels go round. A pineapple, grapes, <laughs> strawberry and a cherry... Carlos clapped his hand hand gleefully. Cherry in any position, ten pounds. Got his tenner back. Yeah. So, what do you reckon? Is he going to basically win something? And he's going to win that. He's going to win that ten thousand pounds, isn't he? Not that he needs to. He's a fucking prince of France, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. He's a prince of France. Yeah. <laughs> prince of France. Or he's going to he's going to like spin it next time, and it's going to go. 
One bus. <laughs> Two buses. Yeah. Three buses. Oh, fucking hell. Four buses. Oh, my God, four buses. I have one, four buses. Yeah. Uh, here, Riff, why don't you have one? Ching, 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 ching. And the bus comes out and four, runs him over. Four buses come out, yeah. <laughs> Kills him. Yeah, and, and, and then Rafe's, but Rafe's all like, all oh, right, I think I've got a bus, mate. So I've glued four buses together. We're fine. It's not as good as the 36 I was hoping for, but it'll do. Should get us to Portsmouth, though, in one quarter of the quarter time. Of the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just have to walk. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you understand buses. <laughs> or anything. Uh, right, so he's playing... Um, French Carlos is playing the... Uh, he's just won £10, right? He well, collected the £10 note from the large depository section at the bottom mm, of the machine. The large depository brilliant, section. Brilliant bit of description there. <laughs> I will just get this out of the large depository <laughs> section of the machine. At the bottom of the machine. Yeah, oh my God. Ah, I've got it from the depository <laughs> section at the bottom of the machine. Okay. He put another note into the machine, but to no avail. Oh. He placed his third note into the machine. Rafe still had said nothing. Rafe still had said nothing. Tom had not come round. Had not come round. Oh, he fainted. I forgot. And Ken was looking helplessly around him. Then he noticed it. Only a few feet away stood one of the pupils being bombarded by ten-pound notes. Lights and other noise from loud sirens. The money was spilling from a large fruit machine and Ken could see Carlos had got four buses then a, <laughs> then a bus came out and killed him <laughs> no Carlos had got four bananas I don't think he means he's, Carlos has got four bananas to have with his milk I think yeah. he means on the slot machine oh look he's got four bananas <laughs> well, four bananas means you win a bus yeah what would he four bananas four bananas I know I know monkeys is coming on <laughs> This monkey starts spilling out of the <laughs> Quick, give him a banana. So, you remember the twins, Cara and Sarah? Uh-huh. Piss-throwing twins, Sarah and Cara? Piss-throwing twins. Yeah. yeah, well, let's find out what's happening with them. Hurrah! Screamed Sarah as she dived into the hotel's large heated swimming pool, complete with wave machine and tunnel slides. Right, we meant you and we mentioned this last time because this is this is a kind of a dream holiday for you, isn't it? It's like you have, like you said, you split yourself into a bunch of different kids, and these kids are just doing all the things you would love to do: mm. gambling and winning a crap load of money on a slot machine, yeah, jumping into a pool with a wave machine and slides on your own yeah. and on with a friend at night, yeah. Um, with Robin, my, with my twin sister. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, um, snack machines. Yeah. Eating two suitcases full of cake. <laughs> this is just such a, your dream come true. Losing a bus. <laughs> I just love losing buses. Well, but the adults aren't fulfilling your dreams. That's no. the thing. The kids are. You know, you've got to have adults in a yeah. situation like this. But they're there to be the foils of the children. But yeah, the children yeah. are all just and you know, uh, like Mar- Marcus Peabody, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like you know, just suddenly the hot girl fancies him because he's in the yeah, right place yeah, at the right yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. always a good one, isn't it? He doesn't have to try. You know, when you're a kid, it's all like, oh, he just happens, and then she's all like, oh, I yeah. fancy you. This is great, Cara shouted. Yes, wonderful. Probably would have been better if you'd changed first. <laughs> yeah, good observed the pool attendant who had just arrived. I don't think your mum will be very pleased that you've been swimming in your school uniform. I got a school uniform. Nonsense, said Sarah. We're practising for grade three. You have to wear clothes for that. 
Aye, well, just you behave yourselves. Yeah. He shouted as they began to swim off down to the other end. The attendant left the the pool. Left it. As he was off duty. The attendant left the pool as he was off duty. He was on duty. And why is he there if he's off duty? And how does being off duty be like, all right, you kids, (laughs) carry on drowning. It's not my job to save you, morons. Do what you like. I mean, they've broken in, right? It's closed. The pool is closed and they've broken in. The pool attendant is there going, what are you doing, you dirty buggers? You know, and then, oh, no, I'm off duty. Don't worry about it. Carry on. Don't be here when I get back on duty tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock or you'll be in trouble. Don't be floating face down. <laughs> get me tomorrow, will you? Yeah. I don't want to fish you out. I'm getting re- trouble for that. So, so he says, behave yourself. We will. Kara shouted back. Yeah, we will. I wish we could have the wave machine switched on, though, spluttered Sarah. Perhaps we can. Sarah smiled. <laughs> he returned. is a bad, bad man. Who is? The pool attendant is a bad oh, man. A terrible man, yeah, yeah. Just leave these two kids in a pool. Well, he's actually little... short. <laughs> you can't yeah. be All right, I'm off home now. But Whatever you do, don't press that button that <laughs> says wave machine on. All right, look, it's over here. It's a big red one. Don't press that. It'll switch the wave machine on. And don't press that release the shark button. <laughs> <laughs> it's over here, will you? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, we won't. Don't worry. OK, I'm going to press the button. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what happens when you press that one. <laughs> Alligators come out. Mm. <laughs> grapes come out. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's just a lot of grapes. Yeah. Shout filled grapes. Shark filled grapes. I see there's some very big grapes or very small sharks. Yeah. And if it's small sharks that fit in a grape, don't worry about it's it. So they're annoying. Somewhere but... in between medium sized <laughs> sharks inside medium sized grapes. <laughs> well, not medium. <laughs> medium sized grapes. <laughs> Still massive. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's grapes are bigger, tri- dimensionally transcendental grapes. Todd, Todd grapes. There's more sharks on the inside of these grapes than there are on the outside of these grapes. <laughs> That's not strictly true, because there's one shark on the inside of this grape, and I mean outside of this grape is all the other sharks that exist, all right? So, so, I mean, what you're saying is patently untrue. I know. Will Carlos buy the bus back? And is £10,000 enough to pay for a gold bus? Will Sarah and Kara survive their night alone in the swimming pool? Does a bear shit in the woods? Find out in two weeks on the... Worst writer in the world! Worst writer in the world! Worst writer in the world! Worst writer in the in a second did that say two weeks yeah yeah we're, we're having next week off so we will be back with the next episode in two weeks oh, I can't wait two weeks to find out if a bear shits in the woods <laughs> well, go to the go to the forest and have a look then right I will <laughs> alright well probably take you two weeks that's why we're having next week off because Howard is going to the forest <laughs> to find out if it's full of bear shit or not I am going there now I'm not gone really if you want something to listen to from us next week why don't you join our secret gang on Patreon where we give people stuff every week Mm. and that's on top of all this guff that we release for free as well well thanks for listening everybody we will see you in two weeks bye bye he's a stupid suck ass rubbish writer